Hey guys, welcome to our second episode of Understanding Mental Health with me, Mahir, and Miraj. Uh, we we launched our first episode and we were really lucky and fortunate to actually find some feedback for this episode. And we're taking everything you say into consideration and we're going to move accordingly. So hopefully you will enjoy this and the upcoming episodes as well. Today we're going to be talking about emotions. Ooh. Okay, that's a very... Um... Like like the way you said it, it was like tread carefully. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But um, definitely, I think it's a very important topic, and I think we can shed some light on it. Um, so yeah, episode two: navigating through your emotions. So, uh, Mahir, according to my understanding of emotions, by definition, emotion is energy in motion. So, what do you think about that? Energy in motion. That's emotion, yeah. I read it somewhere, actually. <laughs> Are you breaking down the word? <laughs> That's where it came from. I mean, a lot of English words are like conjunctions of other words. So that's where it came from. Wait, are you for real? Is that what it is? It I is. Have to, I have to Google this. Yeah, go for it. Emotion. A natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstance. It that's very a, technical. That's very technical, yes. <laughs> okay, Google yeah, is getting into the gritty details. But... I'm just trying to make it easy for everyone. You know? Hold on. Um, say that again energy of motion what energy do you mean in by motion. energy in motion i see yeah so if you think about it let's say sadness okay. happiness they're all energy levels you know they they affect your like your body is exhibiting energy in a way but like it's in motion so like that's probably how it's been the word has been coined and everything but yeah, I mean, I do agree with it. It does. It all different emotions are sort of energies, you know, energy levels. That I can agree with. Every every single emotion is an energy. I do agree with that because, like, when you experience a lot of emotions, you actually drain out of energy. So right, it actually exactly. makes That's sense. Where the correlation is. Right. Um, I can see that. That's a very interesting point of view. You just you just pointed out for me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, go on. I guess you didn't see it coming. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, I'm guessing the, the listeners yeah. are going to be a bit confused as well. They're like, oh, wait, wow, I didn't think of it that way. But hey, yeah. we talked about perspectives, right? And right. this is a perspective. This is a whole new perspective. I'm True. guessing to, to people who haven't, you know, uh, heard of this and this, yeah. who don't know yeah. this. It is definitely a new perspective for them, but hey, you know, gives you something to think about and yeah, maybe absolutely. this is going to help you better control your emotions and navigate through them. And that's what we're going to talk about anyway. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, this podcast is just us talking about what we think these um, these topics are. And yeah. we're trying to learn about them as we go along. 
Yeah, so yeah, this, that that was was a very good example. I gotta give you that. Was not expecting <laughs> it at all. So yeah, actually, when I Google emotion, it's a it's a Latin derivative that means energy in motion. That is very interesting observation, or in your case, um, knowledge that you have. That's very mm. good. Um, so yeah, I mean, energy is in motion. So I don't want to say what do you think about emotion, but like, what do you think about emotion? I mean, what do you what do you think it I, is like? I get where you're going at. It's like, yeah. um, it's 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 a collective collective bunch of energy you could say i mean given the definition and everything because right. like like whatever the emotion um you can feel a particular emotion at a particular time but then you can right. have a couple of emotions at the same time as well yep. mm-hmm. and like the link between that and mental health issues is when that collective bunch is negative instead of positive right so when we're really talking about navigating through emotions, we want to address both the positives and the negatives, and we want to um, differentiate between them and pretty much uh, let people know that even though they're different, they have different roles in our lives. And Mm -hmm. we really, really need to understand what each emotion is trying to teach us because every emotion, there's like a, so there's something that goes with it. Like you have to, address it but see we often we don't understand it and then we end up ignoring it not deliberately but like we do and that is actually one of uh, one of the factors that can result in um you know damaging or hampering our mental health that's very true actually what you pointed out is very interesting to me because i was thinking the same thing a couple days ago so what you said was basically every emotion well they obviously carry a weight but they they have a reason right they have a reason to be there and the thought that came to my mind recently was if that's the case if every emotion has a reason that means um there is a positive outcome or there is a positive effect whether we like to whether we choose to see it or not correct see, what do you think yeah that's that's true i mean yeah you've put it in a nice way but like um in relation to that see that's where perspectives come in because ah, yes we could yeah. both have been experiencing the same emotion but see a lot of emotions are like cause and effect so mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm feeling happy, you're feeling happy as well, but we're feeling happy for different reasons, right? So right. our reaction towards it is going to be different. The The manifestation of the emotion in this world is going to be different. It's going to exhibit in a different way. Right. Like that's that's what happens because that that's why like it's obviously it's a huge spectrum like and I don't even know where the ranges start and end, but like, you know, there's like, I feel there's infinite levels of happiness. You know, sometimes you're like so excited. Oh, this is the happiest day of my life. But then the next day something better happens. You're like, oh, this is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> That's so, you know, true. Like, 
obviously yeah. it's really hard to measure it's not really that measurable mm -hmm. but um, obviously yes there is uh, the weight that comes with it right. now um as as an optimist i believe there is a positive side to everything and um, we can learn um, a lot from the negatives i say the negatives because the the way you learn from the negatives is because of taking those things in a positive way but right. then you have to start somewhere you have to first address it like you have to first realize what is like how am i actually feeling right. and as i said like i just i said it in the last episode that you have to be um, calm headed to be able like take a step back and understand emotions you can't really like when when your brain you like the neurons in your brain are firing like rapidly left and right up and down everywhere when you're in a very you know agitated state mm -hmm. obviously you're experiencing a whole bunch of emotions but like um you know you, you don't know how to navigate through them which is what oh, we're like yes. trying to talk about right so you have to pick them like one by one you have to differentiate them you have to understand which ones are the negatives which ones are the positives and the right. positives should be fine you i mean obviously it's going to give you a positive outcome a positive um uh, like feedback feedback Most, yeah. but um the negatives you have to be very like you have to tread carefully as you know <laughs> yeah. we were talking in, in the first of the episode so that's why you know it's important to um like really address and understand and then like work on it like okay right. this is like, it's trying to teach you something all all emotions they try to teach you things because see like good times aren't good times if there weren't bad times so like, <laughs> oh yes that's 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 the whole like there's the whole gist of it that's the main the underlying principle of it which is why a, a lot of emotions actually go in pairs you know they're they're very mm -hmm. like polar opposites they're pairs but um like and often one of them is good other is bad and this also varies accordingly and like we would be different for a lot of people every person but the thing is that uh, a person is likely to experience like either this or that both of them right and he he or she is going to feel that they are absolutely opposite so like one of them he would he or she would really enjoy the other they wouldn't and um that's when when you're not able to tackle them in a in a calm-headed normal manner that's when you you know everything just gets messed up and yeah. this is this can something like that can actually lead to a mental health issue or even uh, it can like sort of like be just one of the contributing factors or some mm -hmm. of, some of it like obviously that's the link between that and this right. yeah. so that gives me an interesting idea you say you're an optimist. Mm -hmm. I like to think of myself as a pessimist. Okay. So let's have a, I don't want to say duel? debate. <laughs> a duel. Yes. Let's have a duel. All right. <laughs> let's have a dualistic um, perspective. Is that a word? Dualistic? I don't know. But um, let's have that kind of a perspective. You give me the positives, I give you the negatives. And hopefully from that, um, we can learn something and the viewers can as well right but yeah i do definitely agree because emotions are they're very hard to navigate especially if you're um if you're not calm and let's be honest when you're feeling those emotions you're not calm you have those energies flowing through you it's it's a whole mess but taking a step back 
like you said, is very important. And so if you were, if I give you an example, would you be able to navigate through it? I would like to give it a shot. Okay. Okay. Um, so say for example, your favorite football team won today and you are a diehard fan. Like, you know, like you went to the game, you saw it happen. You were in the crowd, you were cheering them on and all that. Your team wins. You're happy. You're ecstatic. You're over the roof because they needed that win. But you got homework to do, my guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to want to do it. (laughs) That's, I mean, it's funny, but it's a very realistic scenario. Like, it has happened to me. It happened to me. (laughs) Bro, I did not do my homework on time and I feel so bad about it. But I mean, that's, that's how we, I mean, that's, that's real life experience, right? Like people go through shit like this. So <laughs> I mean, let me see, how would you navigate? Okay, this? so obviously, first of all, to identify the emotions, like that's where I'd start, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is a whole process. Like I know this, every, like people usually like try to navigate it, even like when they do, they do it subconsciously. It's, it's not really something, you know, they, they tell themselves like, okay, I am happy now. <laughs> like, you know, like, true, true, true. like, like a robot or something, feeling. but yeah, yeah, it is, it is feeling, but yeah, to actually address and maybe explain and try to make it clear to our listeners, I would say, um, happiness, definitely, obviously you're happy. Your team okay. has won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very basic emotion. We all experienced it at some point in life and we pretty much do every now and then um excitement okay that's something yeah very excited you know over the roof and everything uh passionate because you said favorite football team that's so, true yeah, right that's there um enthusiasm very much because you know you're like not doing your homework and you're watching the game so you're like you're definitely very enthusiastic about it like mm-hmm. it really matters to you obviously right but um yeah as soon as you move on to the homework it's like <laughs> Why do I sad, have to do this? Sad and sad. <laughs> you don't want to get off that high train, my guy. Yeah, exactly. But but see, like um, like in that situation, like I, I get it that you don't want to do it. But see, like um, and and yeah, I wouldn't do it. Like ninety percent of the times, I'd be like you know procrastinating and maybe not attending to it, even mm-hmm. though I know it's important. But like, you have to really understand that, like the happiness and the excitement and the enthusiasm from the win of your football team that's there that's gonna be there that's in its place and that obviously came from somewhere like there there was an origin and everything there was a whole extreme of these emotions going through it was a whole bunch it was a collective bunch of something which made you feel good in a, right. in a good way but then as soon as you move on to the homework it's just bad bad and bad and bad <laughs> and you just want to avoid yes. it you just don't want to do it and things like that but see what I do normally, and I, I would suggest if, I don't know if it will help others out, but maybe others can see it this way. Uh, when it comes to homework, like obviously we do things for a reason, right? There's the, the homework is there for a reason. Like I have to complete it for a reason. And to be honest, if I have homework to do, I'm pretty sure I chose to have homework to be done. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody really told me that, you know, you have to do it because... 
like you just have to like not everybody really has to study or yeah i mean like let's say i'm, I'm a uni student and right. this is like this this scenario has happened to me as a uni student so mm-hmm. like yeah i mean yeah homework is boring and everything but like i i chose to pursue this degree this this homework is just a small a very very microscopic brick of you know building my life and career so i have to see it as a friend you know i have to really befriend the homework it sounds like i'm really <laughs> that sounds disgusting <laughs> <laughs> disgusting is another emotion yeah disgust i do i did feel disgust when <laughs> but but i mean look let's be honest i mean um you have to understand you, you yeah. really did make a choice here you you had studies you you chose to pursue a degree um if you have chosen to pursue that degree out of passion obviously you can really you know and if you understand passion as i said if you have passion for your football team then you can understand you have passion for there are passions for other things in life so right. obviously the the homework is just a is just a step in stone. stone yeah so you know i have to really be friended and really take it in that way that hey look it's going to be a long night i'm going <laughs> to stay up really working on it and everything right but the end result is going to be good like okay. this is for the positive doing the homework may sound negative and feel negative but the outcome is going to be good so the lesson that i can take from this is that yeah the disgust that i felt <laughs> towards this out of the disgust there is something to look forward to which is uh, positive which is good so i would end up you know i mean yeah sure maybe wine for a bit but then really just get into it because right. i don't really like to leave things lying around i mm-hmm. mean yeah I, i would do it late maybe at times right. but i still go you know it's got to get done right things got to get done absolutely that was a, that was a very interesting thought process it was very and... basic like i mean yeah, i, I know, like, I know. sort of scenario but <laughs> i did just like explain like how i really tackle right. this and how emotions work right. i mean the idea was to give you like a simple example see what you can do with it right because um emotions are complicated and every situation's going to be different it's just you have to have a calm mind when you're approaching these things and that's the issue where i face most of the time is ha- having that calm mind because when i get an emotion or when i get into an emotion i get too invested in it and which is why like when i'm sad i'm like super sad when i'm happy i'm super happy when i'm afraid i'm shitting my pants you know it, yeah. it it's like that but i think that's it's like that for a lot of people too it's just figuring out how to calm yourself down is the hardest thing to do and so when i'm facing something negative but there's something ahead of me that i have to tackle or overcome For example, I think one thing really helps me is and I know it's going to sound really basic, right? But it's it's very true because the idea is you have to just stop exactly what you were thinking, what you were doing and just take three deep breaths. Honestly, it's a game changer. People tell you to do that all the time, but I think there's some merit to it otherwise people wouldn't be telling you all these things right so like just think of nothing else just think of exactly how you're breathing in 
how your diaphragms are moving, how your chest is expanding. Just think about that. Just think about the breathing in that moment. That's all. And you just take a deep breath, hold it for like one or two seconds, let it out and do it two more times. That has helped me in countless situations. I can't stress this enough. Just taking that three deep breaths. Like, for example, there was this one time where I was, I think you were there, actually. I was talking to you about this. I had an assignment due, as I always do. Did you have, like, a serious, like, enmity towards, like, homework and assignments? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. You're really, you sound is... really biased towards it. Homework is my worst enemy, I swear. But... There was this time, I think you remember, but um, I had a I had a pretty important assignment due, and I just couldn't get myself around to do it because there was this there was there were all these emotions going through me. There was fear, there was anger, there was um, resentment, there was disgust, <laughs> but mm-hmm. also like anxiety was one of the big ones. Because I was afraid if I didn't get this in in on time, I'm going to fail the class. And when I was having those emotions, I I tried all avenues. I tried speaking with you. And your advice was pretty plain and simple. It was just calm down, focus, and get it done. Because that's more important right now. Because it was, right? And that's when I thought, like... It's going to sound very cheesy, but there was this show that I used to watch. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people during this quarantine has seen it. Um, it's called The Last Airbender. It's a cartoon. But the idea for that cartoon or a, t- a type of, I don't want to say a type of people, but like people have powers. And one of the powers is being able to manipulate fire. And the way they do it is by breathing. And just breathing had helped a lot of those people out in tough situations. I don't want to get into the details of the cartoon, but I just thought about that at that moment because, you know, it was it has a deep sentimental value to me. But yeah, I, I took that advice and I just took three deep breaths. And holy shit, I got my, I got my assignment done that night. I had like three, four assignments to do. I got all of that done and I've passed the course and I graduated. Let's go, you know? So yeah, I see what you're saying. Like there's a bigger picture that you have to try and see. I know it's obviously like it was easier said than done. Obviously, I know. I mean, I tried to be very straightforward and direct, but I mean, you're the one who applied it and you know better like how it worked out for the good in the end. Because at the end, I'm going to know what's better for me as opposed to someone else, right? So it's just having, if if you can't particularly understand the emotion or can't um, fathom what is going on, I'm telling you, man, you got to reach out to your friend. Mm-hmm. I can't stress this point enough. and I And we talked about the last episode as well. But you have to talk to someone about this, whether it be your family, your friend, a therapist, whatever it is, man. 
just find that one friend and that friend has to be open to understanding your situation they can't just be like ah oh, just get over it you know yeah cuz cuz and a lot of people fear that you know to yeah. get that sort of feedback because uh, uh, i feel like a lot of people who do, say give you those advice are either not going through those emotions or never gone through them those emotions but also they're afraid of um giving you an advice in general you know just they're just afraid but that's how i see it i'm not sure what they are going through obviously but i feel like those are the things that are working through them so you have to find someone who's willing to sit down and talk to you so that friend has to sit down with you while you're being all encompassed by that emotion and just break it down with you cuz that i feel is a lot helpful a lot more helpful cuz okay if they might not be able to give you the right advice but they might be able to help break it down for you so you can figure out what your next step should be do you know do you get what i'm saying right like it's a process <laughs> yeah. right Mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. thing is a process of how you're supposed to approach it and you're not supposed to have the answers so you can't also expect your friends to have the answers but you can work on it together and that's mm-hmm. what that friend has to do for you that friend has to sit down with you and just talk it out just be like okay how are you feeling i don't know okay that's something you can work on like you try and figure out if it's a good emotion or a bad emotion find like, out the root cause like where did it start right why is it happening mhm if cuz uh, if you're afraid of something if you're um if you're sad about something you know whatever it is like you sit down and you break it down with your friend and that i think is a big big way to help yourself but also help your friend understand what you're going through but also how to handle this for himself as well you know what i mean so right. yeah i would definitely like that's a very important point that you said but see a lot of like see the the drawback behind that is like a lot of people um who might have been in in such a situation mm-hmm. um it takes a lot of courage to oh, approach 100%. yeah and um even though you know as a friend like if you think about you and me we have always given each other the room to be absolutely open and go full on about whatever we want to talk about um and that's why you know i'm i wouldn't say we have always been like 100% able to help each other but right. the the effort was there and we both <laughs> recognized it that okay let me give it a shot because i know i can be very transparent with this guy and um let me see if something comes out of it and yeah more often than not we have been able to help each other because different perspectives you know mm-hmm. but um obviously because it takes so much courage and uh you know depending on wherever you might be um however you might be how your surroundings are like you might have that withdrawing urge and be like it's probably not even worth it i'm not going to talk about it and things like that and um it's very hard to create see and to for that person to be able to build up the courage and actually you know talk to you or reach out to you 
the friends around really have to create that comfort zone so this Absolutely. is a big thing for them mm-hmm. this is like i would i would really want like this is one of the key messages that i want to spread that um if you guys i mean cuz look whoever like is in in a, in a bad position has is having uh, mental health issues they they it's very likely that you know you wouldn't recognize it and they might not reach out to you and things like that but um you know you have to just casually create a safe space and be like hey i mean you probably are fine but if you feel like you want to discuss something you want to talk you use on a vent whatever like mm-hmm. how are you really doing you know but to ask that question you have to have like a safe space and um, give them that room and that's when you know you don't really have to be that pushy and they probably you know talk to you because um, often see it's not that person's fault and they're like uh, maybe if you try to be a bit pushy they're trying to express their emotions but you know they're clouded so much they don't even know what to say so right. they're not being able to say clearly to you and then you're not like clearly understanding it so this is a there's a gap in between so the gap, closing the gap is what's important if you have that gap you know you're always two people are going to be on two different sides and you're not really going to talk about it and discuss it and um the negatives just become more negative so right. you know it, it just turns out bad so that's very important but see it is it is another thing that's you know easier said than done creating a safe space in a comfort zone isn't really that easy because um which is why you have to understand the telltale signs you have to understand the symptoms you have to understand that because see often if a person obviously if a person has been very um like he, you can see fatigue and everything working like he's very down he's not really he's moving slowly and things like that maybe yeah you could be like okay this is off i i could i should probably talk to the guy and if you're you know comfortable enough and that person's comfort you this will probably lead somewhere which is right. good for the better mm-hmm. but often even people who who are acting much more energetic than usual can also be depressed like cuz see that is also an amplification mm-hmm. of an emotion yeah and they are not being able to navigate it through like properly they are just you know very excited and they're scatterbrained and they're like you know all over the place but then maybe deep down inside they are behaving this way because it's a cry for help yeah that's definitely and like this is i've i've like experienced this i've seen this happen so the, you know that that is why it's so hard to tell by just looking at a person that anybody can you know be in that situation right sometimes i feel like just asking how's your day going can be a huge help for another person cuz you don't know what they're going through but sometimes i feel like just lending an ear is a lot more helpful because more times than you can count that person will say things that will give him the answer he's looking for at least in my case that's that's usually how this goes right the time i saw a therapist i was talking to that person and they basically asked me enough questions where i figured out the answer for myself just by letting all those thoughts out and a lot of the times that's what you need so i feel like like you said creating the safe space you just to create a safe space i feel like you have to understand how crucial these emotions are and how it can affect a person 
but also be comfortable with it. You can't just be like, oh, it's sad. It's bad. I'm not going to deal with that. No, you can't have that approach. You have to be like, you have to understand that it's sad. It's bad. So obviously that person is feeling bad. And as your friend, would you want them to go through that? You know, that's when you, that's when you're going to empathize because empathy is very important. And a lot of people like they demonstrate it, but sometimes they're, they don't know how to, and this can be a way like just ask them questions. Even if it feels like they're prying, if they're, if, if you can visibly see that they're uncomfortable or they just don't want to talk about it, sure. Let it go. But also you have to build a trust between that person to create a safe space. How do you build a trust? You have to give trust to get, gain trust. So if you were going through a bad day, talk to someone about it. Talk to your friend about it. Even if it's like a minor thing, because those minor details lead up to the big one where you create that space for everyone else around you, where they can come to you and be like, yo, this is what happened today. I feel like shit. I just need someone to talk to, you know, and that's very important because we need that space. And a lot of a lot of like, I see this more often than not in a lot of groups, there's not enough space, safe space for people to talk about these things, but that's very important. And I feel like nowadays it's getting more, um, people are becoming more open to this. And which is a very good sign, but we want to spread this message out as much as possible because a lot of the, a lot of the times your friends are suffering without you even realizing. So you have to create that space for, for, for them to say something about it. So they don't have to go through that. Right. And as you said, empathy. So that's one of the things you sort of practice to be able to create that space as you said i completely agree with that um like this was a big learning curve for me because like growing up i was a person who naturally i I would say lacked empathy like if i wouldn't (laughs) say that come on i mean let let me sort of break it down okay okay the thing is (laughs) <laughs> Empathy is the ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Right. And um, so also you can say it is a way to see through others' lenses, others' eyes. It is also a way to imagine yourself in that scenario. But see, I mean, that's just like by definition and everything. But the act of empathy is more to be understanding with the person, you know, mm-hmm. and um, to understand different perspectives. See, I, why I said I didn't have this, I lacked this earlier because like I didn't really put myself in anybody else's shoes. And if I did, I was like, I could get out of this easy. What the hell? Right. Like, this is what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, everyone's problems are different. Obviously, I am better at some things than other people, so they are going to seem like you know not nothing to me. But then, when you really um, think from the other person's perspective, you think, "Oh, wait! If I had that knowledge and that skill set, and I was this person, then obviously I'd be suffering too, because that person is. That's how it is." And um, 
like now I obviously have a much better understanding, which is why um, I would say it's better, like uh, my understanding is better and clearer, but see, you have to really practice it by, you know, as you said, ask the questions, how you're doing and things, right. the little things. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I have been trying to get into a habit of doing that, yeah. to ask people around me, you know, how they're doing and things like that. But um, like it was, it didn't work naturally for me is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And because that is the truth, I, I can say that maybe there's a lot of other people in the world who are like me or right. like were like me. Absolutely. And this is what I want to uh, sort of share and promote that um, that's fine. You being like that normally, that's fine. But you were uninformed in a way. Like I, I sure was. So right now, if I'm talking to people like this, I would tell you guys that you're uninformed that how it really works. Because see, empathy is like a, it's a core um, part of emotional intelligence mm -hmm. and um, emotional intelligence often you know known as EQ I'm sure you guys are more familiar with IQ because we've all been you know, talking about it growing up and shit like that so IQ but that just you know sort of measures your intellectual level your you know ability to really logically solve things and break down things and stuff like that and uh, we often relate that with you know smartness you know higher IQ, IQ means you're like smart and stuff but in the real world I'll tell you something I believe EQ is more important than IQ because IQ is something that'll help you land a job but EQ is something that'll help you when that job is gonna you know mess your head up that's when EQ mm -hmm. is gonna help Right. To keep your head calm through that job. IQ is going to help you land jobs, help you do assignments and things like that. Because, you know, you're smart. You're able to solve stuff. Right. But when, you know, when the emotional baggage and everything, the weight comes <laughs> with it, how do you manage that? Right. And that's where EQ comes in. That's when a good level of, you know, intelligence, um, emotional intelligence is going to help you navigate through those emotions mm -hmm. and empathy is just one bit of it it's right. actually a much broader larger topic to um, address because there are other components there is um, self-awareness mm -hmm. so you know to which is pretty much like realizing the emotions that we're you know being calm and realizing that is actually being aware self-awareness and also your surroundings as well um, there's self-regulation so you know what are you actually um, sort of like learning from them or um, sort of like you know like uh, framing your uh, thought patterns and things like that um, there's um, empathy obviously which is you know um, putting yourself in that other person's position and understanding their point of view um, and there's also um, sort of like communication skills, like social skills is also part of emotional intelligence because the more you talk to people, the more you question, the more you uh, are in that situation, you get right. more uh, feedback and data. So that helps you to, you know, better be, uh, better be intelligent in, a, in, a, in an emotional manner. Right. So that's also one of those components. Um, yeah. So um, I feel like this is a good stopping point for this episode, even though like 
there's so much more we can talk about regarding emotional intelligence. Um, we have so much time left. So why don't we pick this up in the next episode and we see where that goes. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It has been a very interesting episode and a pretty good conversation about a lot of things. But it is a pretty broad topic, I feel like. You're right about picking this up in the next episode. We should definitely do that. I guess we can sign off here then to our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys stick around for the next one. And if you have any comments, any feedback, any queries, you can always reach out to us through our email, ask.umhshow at gmail.com. And we hope to see you guys in the next one.